Hello, I'm Anthony William, and you're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. If you're brand new to this show, just so you know, because this is really important, this is the only health show anywhere where the information here isn't agenda driven. That's really important to know. That means the information doesn't come from interest groups originally. Medical funding with strings attached, botched research with the thumb on the scale to make things go a certain way because tons of money went into something. And believe it or not, you should believe it because this is true, in alternative medicine included, there is thumb on the scale deep within it. It wasn't, it wasn't like that a long, long time ago. So it's the only show that doesn't have any medical lobbyists, information that might have been you know, driven from that in the past, internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems. All oh, those persuaded belief systems, those things are potent. You can't change somebody's mind if they've been if they you know if they believe so strongly in something and doesn't matter if you hand them the truth on a silver platter in front of them you can't change their mind there's people out there you can't there's nothing you can do to break that belief system i don't know if you've ever run into that before run into anybody like that before well there's persuaded belief systems involved in private panels of influencers behind conventional and alternative medicine. Let's not forget about health field payoffs and trendy traps, which are actually really annoying. I talk about trendy traps. This is the only show where the information I share from that I share with you comes from a pure, untampered with, advanced, clean source, a higher source, a gift that was given to me, which I've called a curse over the years because I always hear it nonstop since the age four when I diagnosed my grandmother of lung cancer, that's when it all started for me. And this source has been helping out tens of thousands of people throughout my entire lifetime. And I've dedicated my, I've had to dedicate my whole life to this and nothing but this. This isn't something that started three years ago or two years ago or seven years ago or 12 years ago and goes on and goes on and goes on. It's a voice I've heard that's guided people in the right direction and but like I said before, you know, you can have the truth in your hands. Doesn't mean someone's going to accept it out there in the world. It's a sad thing. And, and you know, hey, that's just how it works for so many reasons. And when it comes down to vital healing information, it's critical to healing people, to healing people, critical information that hasn't been touched by anything else for those agenda issues that are out there where it's just about, you know, money invested into research. That research better come through with something because you're going to get a lot of investors mad. This is clean, pure stuff. I'm saying that because right now in the industry, people could be like, oh, what? What did he hear this information somewhere and now he's talking about it? Oh, wow. What? Uh, you could probably find that on the internet. No, you can't. Anyway, check out my book, Thyroid Healing. Check that out as soon as you can. You're not going to be disappointed. You're not. It's like light, when Life Changing Foods came out last year, and I said on the radio show, I said, look, I don't think I let you down. I don't think I let you down. We, I, I gave you everything I had. I put information about food no one knows about that I got from Spirit. And then what, what did we hear when the book came out? I've heard all numerous people out there saying, you didn't let us down. You didn't, you didn't let us down. You didn't. You didn't. And that's right. Well, I, I, I think I did it again, meaning got you something from spirit, information that's mind-blowing that can help you heal about thyroid, information you've never heard before or known about, and I don't think I let you down. And there's more than just that in this book. So just get it when you can. And, it, you know, I, I really, really want it in your hands, like with everything I got, because that's, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. You know, I, I get it. Look, you know, we, we, people out there in the world, we write books. We try to get information out to help people and, and everything else. But, you know, when Spirit's telling you this has, this is critical and it has to go into writing. And I've been hearing this my whole life. I just never wanted to commit to the books I was doing all the, I was, I was in the trenches, like so many amazing doctors and healers and practitioners and, 
and people that are helping people. And I was in the trenches and I was doing that for decades and, and, and many decades, completely unpaid, unpaid just for free until literally I was basically in, in a, in a dog house on the side of a riverbed on, on hay straw catching pneumonia. And, and then I realized, okay, well, I have to, of course, survive like everybody else. But the point is, is that with all of that, Spirit has said, you have to get this information in these books. This is, the, it has to be in there for people. So I hope you grab it. I hope you grab it and take a look and read. And I think you're going to be quite surprised. Um, we're talking about pregnancy. Pregnancy today. We did a pregnancy show before, but this is a, this is kind of an offshoot because I wanted to dedicate time and effort in into supplements and foods for pregnancy because it's such a big deal. I mean, a huge deal. And it's not just the concerns and the questions and what do I take? What do I, it's more than that. This is, this is a child we're talking about. This is life we're talking about. And this is life we're bringing into the world. This is life we've, we're, we're dedicating our entire body and being and life to. And, you know, in order that, you know, we, we get to the point that that success of, of having a beautiful being in our hands. And, you know, so this is important. This is important. And um, so I really want to cover into that. i got a couple of funny things to say. I want to say something here, okay, before we go into that. And this kind of relates to it because this isn't good for pregnancies. But the world has been taken over. It has been taken over. Yes, literally taken over. It's, it's, it's unbelievable what has happened. What are you thinking in your mind? What are you thinking in your, in your consciousness? What are you thinking about in your, in your thoughts right now? The world has been taken over. And it is evil. It is evil that has done it. And I'm going to tell you right now, okay? It is. It is. And I don't think it can be stopped. I just don't think it can be stopped. Not this anyway. I know I'm always positive about stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, there's, yes, you, we can move forward. There's no question about it, no matter what. But in this little thing, I got to tell you, and I've talked about it before a little bit, the world has been taken over. What has it been taken over with in a disastrous way? Fragrant Fragrance that's chemically created in an oil base that you plug into your wall and you destroy your home and you, and you invade everybody's lungs and invade the sinuses, it's that bad. Fresheners, air fresheners, the worst invention on the planet, possibly, possibly, destroying rental homes by the thousands and hundreds of thousands, destroying vacation spots. Not that I go on vacation. I don't know the last one I've had, but the point is, is destroying vacation spots. Destroying, I hear about this all the time, destroying homes, destroying offices. You can't even go to a dentist office. You can't even without it being plugged in everywhere, wreaking havoc. And it's even getting into schools, elementary schools, high schools, middle schools. And and students in college are even plugging them into their dorms to mask, to mask the smell of beer or the smell of partying or just the smell of just mold or whatever. But these things are disastrous. They're so antagonistic to the brain, to the sinuses, to the body. It's not even funny. I'm serious about this. And it, it was getting bad years ago. It's at a point now that's, that's unbelievable. Is it good for pregnancy? No. I talked about that a little bit in the last pregnancy show. It's not good for pregnancy. So pull them out of the wall and throw them out. Pull them out of the wall and throw them out. I don't care what brand it is, what kind. See, we have to understand something. You have to understand. I don't mean to so be bo- so bossy by saying that. But with this, you just do. Okay? This isn't like essential oil. This isn't like a natural essential oil that you have in a little mister or, or essential oil that you put on your wrist or essential oil that you put in the bathtub or anything like that. That's not what this is. This is unknown chemicals because the recipes will never be taught or told to you. These are chemical factories with vats of lethal, highly toxic chemicals, and they're just they're, they're concentrated and concentrated and they're just completely synthesized in, in the worst way possible. This isn't, this isn't like, oh, a touch of rose, a touch of this, a touch of that. No, it's not. 
and it's horrendous on the sinus cavity, the brain. I won't even talk about what it can do to you because it's just it, it, it's annoying as heck. It can make people who suffer from problems make them worse, make people who have fibromyalgia worse. Make people – and look, you can't be in fear about it. You just got to plug them out. You just got to unplug them, I mean, and you just got to throw them away. That's what you got to do. That's what you have to do. I'm just telling you right now for the benefit of your children and for yourself. So that's one thing I wanted to say. So let's t- – <laughs> let's talk about supplements for 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 children, meaning meaning when they're still inside of us and and before they're inside of us. Let's do that and foods. So – I want to give you a little history, a little history going back. The supplement companies of the old day still exist now. Those are the bad ones, the bad ones. I say that because during the 1930s, when alternative medicine was rising, rising up to help us all, the the incredible herbalists, the original nature doctors, the original chiropractors, the original, anybody who was involved in the old days. I mean, they were being slaughtered left and right. I talked about that all the time there because what happened was modern medicine was in a, was, was upset. Conventional medicine was so angry at, at natural practitioners that they basically did an inquisition basically against them. I'm not kidding. Ostracized them in so many different ways. They were jailed. They were, they were tortured. I'm serious about that. You, You don't know it. I'm serious. This was a bad time because it was rising. The alternative medicine was rising. And that was really bad for business, for conventional medicine. But so what happened was conventional medicine, pharmaceutical companies partnered with supplement makers, bulk, crappy supplements, factory-made junk in massive amounts of bulk powders, bulk everything, and then it went into some of the old vitamins, the just junky ones. And they're in there today in the vitamins today in the conventional market, in the conventional in, in the market. I'm not going to mention names, not going to mention names, but we can do, say, use your imagination. Let me mention one, um, a vitamin called one a night <laughs> or one a week. Maybe you could use your imagination. Classic, a vitamin called, um, <laughs> um, let's see, telturium. <laughs> telturium. You could use your imagination. You probably figured it out all right, right? This is just examples. Vitamins that back in the 90s, early 90s, because you couldn't get a vitamin back in the early 90s. You go into the pharmacy and they had two vitamins there. And they were junk vitamins and they had dyes in them they had red dye purple dye blue dye cancer causing dyes god knows what all that you know that was in there they had all that in there but that those supplements aren't gone today they're there so when you look for a prenatal you got to go back to the original to the original before the vitamin world kind of lifted off the wrong way Back in the 30s and turned into the 40s and 50s when you take a vitamin, it was that one kind of horse pill that was filled with low-grade bulk junk from factory pharmacy vitamin world. Okay? That's what it was. Well, you don't want that because well, here's the deal. Prenatals are made out of that. Still made of Not all of them, but they're still made out, made out of that. They got fancier names now. They get different brands now. You can get them doctor-prescribed. But they're junk. Am I saying throwing them away? No, I'm saying you just have to be cautious to know that there's better ways. I mean, they may not hurt you. They they may not hurt you. They won't. But there's better vitamins, better prenatals out there. So important to know. You know, gourmet coffee, right? You want a cup of gourmet coffee. Do you want to go to a really good gourmet coffee place? Or do you want to go to a fast food restaurant that now has gourmet coffee? Which one would you which one would you rather go to? <clears throat> the fast food restaurants, which I won't name either, which I won't name either. The fast food restaurants, okay? They had coffee for decades, right? It was garbage. Everybody knew that. Come on. <clears throat> Everybody did. It was a cup, a small cup of crap is what it was. 
and it tasted like, you know, roadkill and, you know, oil, engine oil. All right. That was a cup of coffee. You got that at the fast food restaurants. If you wanted a real cup of coffee, you had to go to a special place, maybe a fancy place, maybe some kind of eatery, maybe maybe to, um, you know, not to the early diners. <laughs> the diners of today, though, have gourmet coffees now. But you go, you know, you get you, whatever it is, you would go and, and you would go looking for it at a nice gourmet coffee, a better coffee, a better, you know, the whole bit. You wouldn't want it at, you know, whatever place. You wouldn't want it at that fast food place. And but here's the deal. Here's the deal. All right. So I'm saying this gourmet coffee thing because there's a reason. It's like that with supplements. Because now here's the deal. Those fast food places that had the worst cup of coffee and knew nothing about coffee possible, possibly are toting that they got this, you know, they got better coffees, all these different fast food restaurants. But why would I want to go there to get the cup of coffee? Wouldn't I want to go to a to a place that knew about gourmet coffee long before someone tried to imitate it, possibly. Yeah. Wouldn't you want supplements for pregnancy that are actually like whole food and really real to protect your baby and you instead of going with new, you know, I mean, meaning like going with places that never knew about supplements to begin with? What I'm trying to say is if you look at baby formulas, and you see vitamins and minerals in baby formulas. There's so many bad ones. It's unbelievable. Especially the old days, the canned baby formulas. You got genetically altered soy oil. You got corn, tons of corn syrup, corn syrup, corn syrup. You got all these bogus pharmaceutical bulk vitamins thrown in there. And you see the list in there. They'll have the whole list in there. And it, 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 it really. And this is from the makers that don't know anything about gourmet Gourmet, you know, milk for babies. Gourmet formulas that come from a mom. What I'm trying to say is alternative medicine knew how to do it right from the beginning. Conventional medicine knew nothing about vitamins. Knew nothing about vitamins from the beginning. And knew nothing really about baby health as far as vitamins, minerals, and food. Now they know better they're knowing better, but that's like the fast food restaurant that just realized gourmet coffee is the way to go. They didn't know about it for decades. For decades, they sold the worst coffee ever. The conventional formulas, meaning the, then you got the conventional medicine selling the worst baby formulas ever on the planet. I mean, you may as well sell them on Mars. Or some, they're so bad. May just ship them off to another planet. Actually, don't even do that because I care about life on any planet. The whole point is, <laughs> the whole point is, is that you want to get down to the roots of the whole foods, to the natural formula, to things meaning to the natural vitamins and minerals that are inside your own natural formula, breast milk. And if you can't breastfeed, then you want options. You want options without a doubt. But you don't want the worst baby formula that basically carries the pattern of the old day from the 1940s and the 1950s and the 1960s. And even, even just recently, even recently. And don't get me wrong, you know, conventional medicine is great for so many things. I'm, I'm ripping into them a little bit today. But that's because they didn't know anything about vitamins or what mommy should be taking or doing. But now they seem to be experts recently. And then you get a mix. You get these doctors that were all conventional, and then, yeah, they want to learn more, more alternatively. And that's, thank God for that. That's, that's the difference today that makes a difference, that makes it so much better. And that part I totally treasure. But, you know, we, the whole point is you want to get either way. You don't want, you don't want the stuff that came from the fast food restaurant a long time ago. And then get the good stuff from that fast food restaurant because there's always some loophole that isn't good in the end. What I'm saying is you don't want that classic prenatal that's filled with junky bulk vitamins that have been in stock at factories overproduced for 20, 30 years and then literally thrown into supplements today. Did you know the conventional vitamins, they have a stock going back Decades sitting in warehouses 
that end up going fresh as if they were fresh into supplements that go on the market as of six months ago. Then the, expir- then the expiration date goes on that vitamin. Then it goes on. It doesn't go on as it's sitting in factories in piles and piles and piles sitting in factories and, and uh, seriously in mounds of this stuff. Because they have a backlog. Why do they have a backlog? Because it was financially smart at the time. It was good for tax reasons, good for all kinds of corporate reasons. Pile the stuff up to the cows came home and then use it later. And that's what's in prenatals today. You have to be careful. You have to get the right prenatals, the ones that don't have that, the ones that have whole foods, the ones that could protect you. You don't want your prenatal from that fast food restaurant that just kind of learned about it now either. And all of a sudden, they learned about it now. Great. You want your prenatal from the people that originated originally knowing what really was right all along as far as the concept of whole, whole food, whole vitamins, whole food, real food. That was the concept at the beginning. And then it totally, totally got ripped apart and, and, and thrown in 20 different directions along the way. So, yeah, you want gourmet coffee, you go to a gourmet place because you're going to trust that they really are experts in it. You go to a fast food restaurant, ooh, they're serving gourmet coffee now. But what did they serve people for 40 years in their, in their chain? Garbage. Garbage. Look, the bottom line is, I just want to make sure that, you know, you're on the right supplements. So let's talk about prenatal. I can't help it because it's such a good one to talk about. First of all, prenatal vitamins aren't really ideal. You can take them. Fine. That's good. But they're, they're put together with the thought of what mommy needs. The thought of what mommy needs for their baby. Okay. Number one. And that was on old standards, old standards of blood work from, from years ago, from years ago. What alternative medicine has done, unfortunately, this is one thing they've done that's not good, is they've taken, they've gone by the standard of what conventional medicine already created for what mommy and baby needs. They've gone on that standard. So that means it's whatever, how many different vitamins and minerals that are in there, which ones they choose, the whole bit, are chosen off of the standard that was created a long time ago. So you're telling me the standard in conventional medicine that was created a long time ago, that holds true? Has it held true in any part of conventional medicine? Not really. Not really. It hasn't. Because we've figured that, oh, no, this drug is bad. Oh, no, that drug is bad. Oh, no, 20 years later, oh, this drug is bad. Got to create a new one. Oh, um, this, this, this surgery is bad. No, we got to do it a different way, a new way. Oh, this is bad. Um, this technique is bad. Got to do it a different way. Um, is salt good for you when you're, de- if, when you're you know, out in the sun? Is it bad for you? Um, too much water when you're dehydrated, good for you, bad for you. It's constantly going back and forth. Conventional medicine doesn't know where they're going with all that. There's, just, there's up and down, left and right. But their old standard of, of what mommy needed in 1950 in the first prenatals or whatever it was around that time, I mean, why did con- alternative medicine just adopt that? They adopted that. Why? From what I said at the very beginning of the show, there was interest groups all the way at the very back of the beginning of the first bits of information. Alternative medicine just you know pulled in that old information and just started using it, but it's contaminated information once again. And so what does this mean? This means that you can make your own prenatal with using the right stuff that outbeat prenatals. Spirulina alone has more for you and your baby than any pill, horse pill, with a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this and a little bit of that in the pharmacy, the prenatals, or a prescription prenatal. It can't touch what a teaspoon of spirulina can do with helping your baby. That blue-green color in there is a miracle. What that can do for your baby and development for brain and everything. I mean, literally a little, a big horse pill with nothing with fillers in it. A big horse pill with fillers in it. You know, prescribed a prenatal with some, but because some guy, some, some guy back in 1948 said women need this. These are the minerals and vitamins they need for when they're pregnant. And then that carried on. (laughs) 
I'm serious. And, um, and so here's the deal. You can make your own prenatal natal too, or you can add to it. Like I said, a little spirulina. That's a great one. Because what that has as far as from vitamins and minerals is, is, is much more advanced as far as in the form they're in, the bioactive and bioavailable form. I don't like Corella. Corella, because Corella, here's what Corella does. Corella, what it does is it, it takes heavy metal and it drops it. It takes heavy metal and it drops it. And protecting the baby and protecting mom, one way of protecting baby, protecting mom, is making sure toxic heavy metals are not in the program, whatever you do, that are not in the program. And if there is toxic heavy metals that are in the body, in mom's, mom's body, because she's going to have them, that's just the way it works now, she's going to have them, and, and that means the baby could have some, and she don't want to use Corella. Because Corella, if it even extracts heavy metal from mommy, from mommy's brain, or from mommy's liver, it's going to drop it right away. It's irresponsible, meaning the Corella itself is like that football player on the field that you just can't trust, or that hockey player you can't just trust and pack the puck to. You can't. You can't trust that one because it's always it always goes wrong. It's the same thing with Corella because the, the, the toxic heavy metal, the mercury is going to get dropped along the way. And anybody who totes Corella like the God, it, 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 I still see it today. I can't even believe it. After I talked about it in Medical Medium Book 1, and I talk about it all the time, and I, I, I put information out there, I still see people like, oh, Corella, he, he, not spirulina, Corella, Corella is the one. No, it's not. It's not. It just doesn't work. I'm sorry, it's got nutrition in it, but it doesn't work for, for heavy metals. So what I'm saying is spirulina can take metal out of the body and not let it go. And not let it go. Hence, not let it go and get to your baby somehow. Not let it go and get to your baby somehow. But instead, fortify your baby with unbelievable micronutrients. What do you think makes that color? That color. Sure, Corella has a good color too, without a doubt. But, but like I said, it's not the same thing. And it's not as nutritious anyway as spirulina. What makes that color? You know what makes that color? A force that's beyond all of us. A force that's up in, the, up in heaven. A force, okay, way up there. A spiritual power. So whatever your belief system is, and I, I, I treasure everybody's belief system, whether you believe a light is up there, a creator, you, you, you don't believe in God. You don't believe, you believe in something else. You believe that we just, we just derived out of a lake and as the, as the centuries, as the, as the thousands of years pass and millions of years pass, we grew into something else. Whatever you believe in, I respect it and I honor it no matter what it is. And so whatever you believe in, fine. But believe that that's what's responsible for spirulina, that color in spirulina. That's what's responsible for that color. And that color's using the word magical completely insults that color. It's, 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 it's bigger than that. So it's a great food. A teaspoon of spirulina can do more than 99.9% of all, of, of all prenatals out there for a mommy and baby. And maybe even 100%. But that's one thing that's really good. You know, another thing that's really good is barley grass juice powder. Barley grass juice powder. It's another one. That's a great one. That's a great one. It has power to it, similar to spirulina, but power. Because, because it's not just the nutrient profile, the, the, the microminerals, subclasses that aren't even studied subclasses of minerals and, and vitamins and amino acids that aren't even discussed. You know, people think all the amino acids are discovered. They think they're all discovered as if, as if science dedicated all. Science puts trillions of dollars into genes. That's all they care about. They, they, it's, not, it's not what's in barley grass juice powder and what amino acids are not discovered in them. Trust me, who's going to waste their time and money and interest groups are going to waste all their time and money into that endeavor? No one. Exactly. But undiscovered amino acids that are critical for baby health, baby growth, for mommy's health during pregnancy. A teaspoon of barley grass juice powder does more than any, any, any prenatal. does more than that. 
And then you do, you know, teaspoon of spirulina, teaspoon of barley grass juice powder. You can do a half a teaspoon. If you're nervous about to do a quarter teaspoon because it's that incredible for you. It's that incredible for you. You could do a quarter teaspoon. Some other supplements I like, I like methylfolate. Moms have a hard time, have a hard time methylating. Liver, the liver goes under a lot of pressure, a lot of, a lot of, of strain and stress. So methylfolate is critical because it's, it's about getting that methylation even better than it can be. The conversion of nutrients into other nutrients that can't be studied by research and science. It can't be. And what happens when it enters the stomach and goes everywhere through the body, it'll never get discovered by research and science. I mean, we're talking 500 years from now. If the world doesn't blow itself up 500 years from now. And, and the thing is, is, is that's, that's what the whole point is. is it's about that, that conversion. It's about converting inside the body, converting everything, converting when pregnant and pre-pregnant. It's all about conversion. Conversion meaning your liver does these magical things, converts this into that, converts this into that, takes every micronutrient, moves it into something else, tags it with hormones that are undiscovered by research and science that bind onto it and drive it through the body. So methylfolate helps to improve methylation. And I like that one. There's the one milligram capsule. You could take it once in a while. You could take it, um, talk to your pro- professional about it. Talk to your doctor about it. Bring all this to your, to your, to your doc. You know, you're pregnant, bring it all to your doc. You know, let your doc nay or yay, whatever. I told her, totally respect that without a doubt, 100%. But methylfolate's really helpful. Helps the liver. It does. And that's a great thing. It's not there to detox the liver because you don't want to detox the liver of years and years of garbage sitting inside of it while pregnant. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do a heavy detox. Don't do anything crazy. Don't do one of those, you know, cleanses, clean cleanse, not like a food cleanse, but some kind of liquid cleanse where it's just liquid only for long term while you're pregnant. Don't ever do anything like that. I think you, I think you know that. Um, but the bottom line is these are some of the things to use. Iodine. A little bit of nascent iodine. Now, you can talk to your practitioner about that, too. A little bit of nascent iodine. Um, One tiny drop every now and then if you want. Right on the tongue. You can do that. That's something also that is, is helpful. Why is that helpful? Because iodine deficiencies cause immune function problems within not only mommy's body, but baby's body. So now if you don't want to do a little bit of nascent iodine and you don't have to, you can talk to your dog, you can do something else. Maybe take a strip of dulse, eat a strip of dulse. That's that Atlantic sea vegetable. Just eat one strip once in a while. You get a nice little iodine kick from that. That's really good. So that's something you could do. And, you know, food doesn't have iodine in it. Even food organically grown is still lacking iodine. Those fields See, the organic fields are overproduced. Thank God they are. They give us great food. But overproduced, overproduced. And I'm saying that because the fields go barren. Why am I saying barren? Because when you're pregnant, you're not barren. You know what I mean? What women worry about when they can't get pregnant, they're worrying about that whole being barren or something. And there's ways to get pregnant, and there's ways of having a baby, and there's ways of fighting and fighting through that and surviving through that and, and, and having ba- a baby and giving birth to a baby. But what that means is it's like, it's like we want to put something back into that soil. And that's what some organic farms do. They put back into their soil, back into there, and they try to get things back. And you know what one thing they put back into? I'm talking about this because it's so important. I know this one farm... You know what they put in their fields? This organic, they're not putting manure. And a lot of organic fields put manure. They're not putting you know, manure or anything. What are they putting? They're putting seaweed. Tons and tons of seaweed. Like tons of it. When I mean tons, truckloads of seaweed. They dump into their fields, till it in. They till it in. They let it sit for a year without using the field. So that the snow comes and the rain comes and it brings all these other micronutrients and it mixes with the seaweed 
makes these living chemical compounds, making living, living soil. And they do that, and the iodine goes up in the soil. And that's really amazing. But we can't always rely on what farm is that? What farm is that? Nobody knows, right? Nobody can just eat at one farm. Eh? Oh, let me, that's that farm across five states away. Let me go see if I can get some fresh spinach from them. Here's the deal. So you want maybe a little strip of, of dulse would be okay. That's all. You don't need a lot of it. Atlantic Sea Coast, that kind I really like. That's something that's powerful supplement-wise. Now, vitamin D, th- uh, vitamin D is a big one on the list, meaning like um, doctors are offering that. I, I'm not a big vitamin D fan because vitamin D uh, does a couple of things. First of all, it thins out the blood. And when you're pregnant, you know, I, I don't like a lot of vitamin D. I, it's because you don't want to thin out the blood it, too bad when you're pregnant. You don't want to do that. I mean, you don't want to go, and you got to be very careful. So what happens is you got to, I've seen some women, they, they're on lots of vitamin D before pregnancy or maybe over the last couple of years, meaning over the couple of years before becoming pregnant. And, you know, vitamin D3 is the way to go, by the way, if you're going to do vitamin D, vitamin D3. I was talking about that a long time ago um, when everybody wasn't using that one. So vitamin D3 and what happens is that people go in the habit. They go on the kick. They're brainwashed. Vitamin D, you need vitamin D. They're brainwashed. Vitamin D, vitamin D. Vitamin D is just one thing that, you know, we can even get from the sun. The sun gives us so many more important things that isn't even on the list because the science research hasn't discovered it. Just, just got to understand that. Um, but vitamin D, the problem is with that we get so brainwashed into vitamin D thinking this is, this is like the greatest thing on the planet that we need. And we get into a habit of taking it, and then we get pregnant, and we take a lot of it. Not good at all. Not good at all. Just going to say it right now. Too much vitamin D thins out the blood. You don't want to thin out the blood while pregnant or even pre-pregnant, meaning pre-pregnancy, trying to, you're working to try to get pregnant. It, you you got to be careful with that. So that's what, I, that's what I mean. But if it's, there's a little bit in something, a little bit in a good prenatal uh, fine but I wouldn't go out of your way in taking a lot of it. Get the smallest dose. Maybe get the drops, the liquid drops, or get a really small amount of IUs if you want to take it. I'm just giving you advice on, you know, taking vitamin D. Very important. So that's something I wanted to kind of um, talk about. You got to – see, the world doesn't agree upon one thing. You, you know that, right? Like the whole world doesn't agree about one thing, Right? Right? No, no, complete diversity in the world. Everybody agrees on different things. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. You know, everybody's got their own, their own beliefs and everything else, and you name it, it goes, the list goes on. Like, no one believes in thinking this, this one car is the best car and everybody should be driving it, right? Do you think everybody should be driving the same car? So just think globally. Think about everybody in the U.S. alone. Should they all be driving down the same the same car? Can you imagine? Everybody's driving the same car. So every single couple and family and every single boyfriend and girlfriend and every single single person and every single friend believes this one car is the car to drive. So everybody's driving it. You wouldn't see that, right? Just like you wouldn't see everybody agrees on this one cup of coffee and don't drink coffee while you're pregnant, whatever you do. And you know what I mean? Like not everybody agrees in the same brand, right, on the planet. But what you will, and not, not everybody believes you should be drinking coffee on the planet. But what you'll see about vitamin D is the whole planet right now believes you should be taking it, that you should be on it, that no matter what, that's the most important supplement, that that's what you should be on. The whole planet, the whole planet, there's something wrong with that. I'm just being straightforward. There's something terribly, terribly wrong with that. I'm just saying, the vitamin D3 is not the uh, worst thing in the world. It's not the best thing in the world. Do you need it all the time? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Does it offer a lot? Not a lot. Not a lot. I'm not anti-D. I'm just saying when the whole world believes in one thing and one thing only, there was a reason for that going all the way back at the beginning of wherever that started. So just look out, look out. So just be careful. Don't be taking tons and tons of it. Don't be taking 50,000 IUs. You know, be careful. If, you, if, you're, if your practitioner wants you on it, then, then yeah, but just be careful on how much you take. 
and take breaks, take breaks. So that's something I want to come across. So here's the deal. Foods. I want to cover some foods. Foods are important. Now, it, it, when it comes down to pregnancy, you want to you be careful. Now, the word protein is rampant out there. Protein, 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 protein. It's all about protein, all about protein. Protein doesn't make babies. Protein doesn't make babies. If that was the key, if that was, if that was the, the truth, then breast milk would be all protein. It would be all protein. Breast milk has minute amount of protein, and every woman is different. Every woman is different. Some women have 1.5% protein in their breast milk. Some women have literally 0.9% and they're healthy women, and they're eating plenty of protein. Some women have um, 2.5%. Some people have 3%, but that's pretty much max. And that's in breast milk. That's in breast milk. Okay? Why? If it was the most important thing in the world for pregnancies and for babies after birth, it was the most important thing in the world, why wouldn't there be more protein in mother's milk, which is (laughs) holy milk? (laughs) Okay? Are we going to doubt or judge nature? Are we going to doubt and judge nature? No, not in this situation. Are we going to doubt mom's body? Are we going to do that? Are we going to doubt our, you know, the mother's body? Are we going to do that? But yeah, we do. We do doubt that. So when, so what happened? We shouldn't. So what happened? Women are eating protein, protein, protein. And what does is, what is too much protein do? It starves the baby. Because what does the baby feed on for development? The baby feeds on sugar. Yeah, shocker, shocker. I talked a little bit about this in the last show too. Shocker. That's big. I know, right? Surprise. That's why breast milk is sugar water. I talked about the last, I know. I just can't help it. I got to talk about it more in depth. It's sugar water. You have to understand that with low fat, it's low fat sugar water. That's what it is. Interesting. Very interesting because glucose is what develops a baby. Underweight babies occur in mommies. Underweight babies occur from high-fat, high-protein diets and not enough carbohydrate. That's what occurs. I'm seeing it in the latest. I'm seeing it in women lately because they've adopted the high-fat, high-protein trend with no carbohydrates. And they, they stuck to it versus craving, versus falling for their cravings. Meaning saying, oh, no, I better not have that half a potato. Oh, no, I better not have, I better not have, um, you know, that little bit of hummus. Oh, wait a minute. I better not have um, too much avocado because avocado's got a little fat in it, but it's got more sugar in it, okay? Oh, I better not have, oh, it's a fruit, okay? So I better not have that fruit. I better not have that banana. I better not have any of that. I better not have, you know, that winter squash. It's too many calories, too starchy. And, and, they, and, and they get scared because they're trained through the trend, the trendy trap of high protein, high fat, Sure, if you're not pregnant, and if you're a guy listening to this, you're not going to get pregnant. You want your high fat, high trendy diet? I'm not. I, go ahead if you if it's if you feel like it's doing you good. I, I'm fine because it's not about that. It's about mommy and baby and what they need. That's what it's about. It's not about what Anthony William likes or Anthony William loves or Anthony William believes in. It's about what mom, mommy, and baby need. And so. What happens is some moms, and I've seen this and I've had calls from it, I've had to talk to people about it, have contacted me, that they've gone, you know, so they were so strict in their high protein, just vegetable, meaning, you know, salads and high protein diet, which is high fat, because it's, you know, it's high protein, high fat with other fats in there, lots, lots and lots of coconut oil and lots and lots of fat and lots and lots of this. You know, healthier versions, of course, all healthier stuff. That could be fine for some guy who's not pregnant or fine for a woman who's, who's just, you know, maybe, maybe trying to try a different diet. But because they were pregnant, they got underweight babies and they got under, uh, they got uh, less breast milk on top of it. Less breast milk. And they had to go to formulas. They had to go to formulas. And, they, and, and their babies were underweight, born underweight. Be- because... They followed the trend to such dots and T's. They crossed their T's and dotted their I's so much so far on that trend where it's like high protein, high protein, 
And they really stuck to it to such a degree that they didn't give in on a treat that had glucose, meaning fructose or sugar. They stayed away from bananas. They stayed away from critical things that give babies micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, and glucose to develop. They got underweight babies. They stayed away from potatoes, red potatoes, purple potatoes. They stayed away from those things, beautiful gold potatoes, because they were such in fear of it from trendy traps. And moms are suffering from it. Something to think about. What that means is, don't be concerned about protein. Be concerned about your calories. Be concerned about your calories coming from more of some kind of sugar source. That's not table sugar, God forbid, and not, not corn syrup or anything like that. But sources like potatoes, okay, really important. Like winter squash, really important. Okay, like, you know, artichoke hearts, which is a starchy kind of, you know, a few Brussels sprouts, which is really starchy. These are some things to get some important nutrients too. And, and lots of fruit, different kinds of fruits, not just a pint of small berries because it's allowed in your diet. You know, more than that, different kinds of fruits and more of them, like a melon, have a melon in the morning, have lots of slices of, of, of beautiful melon. Your baby will love you when it's, when your baby's in the womb and, and, and developing inside your uterus, your baby will love it. Because your baby will be getting what it's supposed to be getting from breast milk after your baby has arrived. And then, and then you know, your baby, want, he or she wants that breast milk filled with glucose. And you want to keep your breast milk good, so you want to make sure you're eating lots of fruit. You want to eat, Look, you can go back to your high-protein, high, extremely high-fat diet trend after you know, you're breastfed maybe. Maybe, you know, you can still have some protein and you still want different vegetables and leafy greens, which is really good protein. You still want, you can still do some animal protein. I'm not saying you can't do animal protein while pregnant. That's not what I'm saying. This is an important thing to understand. You can still have some. It's just it can't dominate the entire diet and you can't be afraid of fruit. You can't be afraid of a potato while pregnant because of what I'm seeing. And I knew about that many years ago too, many, many, many years ago. So supplement-wise while you're pregnant, just know, be careful on what kind of herbs unless you're really guided by your practitioner or doctor, a really good practitioner that knows about pregnancies and everything else. Be careful about herbs and stuff because here's the thing. You don't know what your baby likes. You don't know how your baby's going to react. If you don't react to something, that's you. That's mommy. That's not baby. We don't know how baby's reacting to something. We don't know that. So don't do any exotic, crazy herbs. Don't do anything like that. You know, you're doing something really gentle. You're doing a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a sip of lemon balm tea, and you're doing a little bit of that, or you're doing something gentle, a little touch of peppermint tea, or you're doing, you know, some nettle leaf tea, something, you know, gentle, fills lots of nutrients, and you want a cup of that. It's fine. Unless you got a practitioner that really knows their herbs, really knows their herbs, and they're even cautious. And that's perfectly fine too. And, you know, but but what I'm basically saying is we don't know what baby's doing, reacting really to something that, you know, something that we're taking. It's same thing like that with way out supplements. Here's the deal with supplements. If you take something like evening primrose oil, which is it's actually, you know, it's actually what, it's something you can use if your baby's missing the deadline and <laughs> of birth and your baby's like, yeah, your baby's like not on time. And, you know, the doctor's talking about inducing labor. You know, evening primrose can really help induce that labor, can really help push things, push things through, get the baby to move through. But your baby shouldn't react to primrose oil. Evening primrose, your baby shouldn't react. But wait, if there's a capsule that has 50 different things in it, 50 different herbs and 50 different things and vitamins and minerals or 50 different, you know, amino acids of different kinds and, you know, meaning like kinds that aren't really good versus kinds that are naturally in a food. What I'm saying is you got, say you got a complex supplement, you gotta be cautious on those. Like keeping it somewhat basic, Somewhat basic is what I'm trying to say. So it's important to know. It's like mono. Mono, and I don't mean mononucleosis like I talk about a lot. I mean mono food. 
sometimes is really good for pregnancies. Not having a billion foods on your plate, a billion foods, you know, not having a dozen foods on your plate at once. Not having, being just a little bit more sensitive to concoctions, concoctions for the palate. If you go out to dinner at a fancy restaurant and, you know, and they're just throwing at you all kinds of different things. And it's just, you know, and it's a lot of different sauces made of all different kinds of concoctions and all things. Be careful with that is what I mean. Keep it more mono. Mono eating, you know, I dig mono eating for healing too. I do. I did. I can't tell you how many people got their lives back from eating banana and romaine lettuce, banana and celery by itself and got their lives back. I can't, I can't even tell you how many decades I've been able to pull people out of the trenches of hell, literally, meaning with their illness and what they've got, what they were going through from banana and, and celery for a little while. Point is, is mono is not a bad thing. And when you're pregnant, you want it, You don't want it complex to such a degree. You don't want to be in fancy restaurants eating complex kind of combinations or even abominations of food. Be careful. Be careful. And that's something to consider. Keep it more mono. You know, you're, you're having a few potatoes and, you know, you're having some, you know, steamed, you know, baked winter squash little bit, if you want to sprinkle a little touch of olive oil on there, you can, if you want, meaning something for, you know, flavor or a couple of other different things, some different herbs and spices that are really, really mild. I mean, you can do, you can do things like if you want to keep it as mono as possible, you don't know what you're going to get in restaurants when it comes down to your baby saying, Hey, I don't like that. I mean, you might like it, like the taste, but your baby's like, wait a minute, I don't like this. So that's something to consider. Um, like every show, it goes by too fast, and I feel like I can't even touch the topic the way I want to. Uh, we're going to do another pregnancy show. We're going to do a third, and I think we're going to do a fourth. I, I'm not even done with the supplement part, I think. I think there's still stuff to do, and I haven't even touched the foods. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. Maybe I rambled a little too much, but the points were important. Very important. I know I covered stuff similar to the last one, but I wanted to cover it more in depth. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And we're going to do another show, and we're going to cover more. That's what we're going to do. Just know I care. Take one day at a time. Just know I'm proud of you. And just know you're an amazing person. Bless your heart. I love you dearly. Take one hour at a time. Let's all move forward together. And uh, I really do love you. Bye-bye.